while this uh, plays again. What kind of overalls does Luigi wear? I know. Hey, Emily. What's up, y'all? Hey. We are having technical difficulties today, so this is just how we're coming at you. With the podcast. We're going to podcast live. Katie's live on her page. I'm live on my page. It was supposed to be a joint event, but yeah. we did not we'll have it out We didn't have a joint event because it's 420 and we didn't do that. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, thank you. Got joked. Comedian. A regular comedian. We're down to five viewers. These people don't want to watch this. Hi, welcome to the Talk authentic existence with Katie and Lori. <laughs> okay, and we are live. Hey, <laughs> welcome back to Authentic Existence with Katie and Lori. Um, we've already briefed some of the Facebook followers today. On and y'all podcasters heard it too because it was, you know, recording. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So today we're going to talk about um, the difference between or what, what is holistic healing and the difference between holistic healing and homeopathic healing and what, what that is. Because what we're talking about doing is holistic healing. Yay. And homeopathic healing is is clearly different and it's not like we're not advocating and say that we're medical professionals because that's also a different kind of healing that would be like using science oh that's bright what's it oh the door yeah sorry all right so i have a definition here and it says holistic healing is an alternative approach to healthcare that focuses on treating the entire person rather than just the symptoms so it's more of like your your mind body soul as a treatment approach um and that all the all three of those things are connected. So your emotional, your mental, and your physical needs um, need to be met and and optimized uh, to achieve like really really good health and wellness. So holistic healing practices can range from traditional Eastern medicine like acupuncture and herbalism to our favorites modern techniques like meditation and aromatherapy. So today we'll explore um, about that. Okay, all right, got it. Katie, what you got? So can you say that last part again? Um, so about how, it, what do you mean? Homeopathic. It, no, that was holistic. Holist, holistic holistic okay. healing practices. I was gonna just do holistic first and then homeopathic okay. second. So that way we don't get anyone confused. So um, holistic healing practices can range from traditional Eastern medicine, such as acupuncture and herbalism. It's like drinking like dandelion tea or matcha or, um, and then acupuncture, we all know what that is. And Reiki actually falls within a similar path of that um, because I like that. Osteopathic medicine might be the word. Hmm. Um, so when you get acupuncture, it's like they follow the meridians on your body and it's all connected to a different part of your body, which is why they use it as like a pain relief technique. Um, and then modern techniques like meditation and aromatherapy. Like everyone in their mall has a diffuser or some kind of thing at their house that diffuses oils and that's how you kind of change the mood. Like you put a sleepy time lavender, you know? Yeah. So that would be aromatherapy. Um, so back to the fact that holistic healing is, is trying to balance the wellness of the whole person. So it's including your mental physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. So it's not just treating, you know, like if you have a cut, that, that would be going to a doctor to go get your cut, whatever, stitched or something. This is things that are just saying your entire wellness is part of holistic wellness, holistic medicine. So what did you not, you, you want me to repeat something? You, no, I thought that you, I thought I missed what you were talking about, homeopathy, okay. but that's okay. No, we haven't, I haven't gotten to that one yet. But as they brought up, I don't know if it was it with an A or an O. Oh, osteopathic oh, okay. medicine. So osteopathy, well, I just looked it up while they were saying it, uh -huh. is type of alternative medicine that emphasizes the physical manipulation of the body's muscle tissue and bones. Ooh. I'm, I'm not trying to touch nobody. <laughs> we deal with energy over here. So holistic healing has been practiced for thousands of years in various cultures around the world. One of the earliest known forms is Ayurveda. So that originated in India about 5,000 years ago. <laughs> Traditional Chinese medicine is another ancient form of holistic healing that's been practiced for thousands of years. 
In the Western world, the concept of holistic healing gained popularity in the 70s and 80s. It was a response to an over-reliance on medicine and a desire for more natural approaches to health. So you think like all your, you know, your, your hippy-dippy people, they were like, mm, maybe this ain't all there is to it. Maybe there's other stuff that we can explore, you know, in order to gain wellness. Right. And I think too, as we evolve as humans, we start to find out that like we are not just a body. You know, like you're, you're. We're a spirit in a body, not a body with a spirit. Correct, correct. So I think we start getting a little bit more aware and a little bit more creative about how we treat it and how to get it to wellness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. What do you do for your holistic healing? Uh, so I guess where I have experience here is going through autoimmune disease mm -hmm. and taking Western medicine right. for my thyroid. Um, and that wasn't enough, just doing that. So I had to change a lot of other things. Yeah. Uh, for example, and I, I can't pinpoint which thing did it right i did also change from a generic medicine to a brand name medicine right. um but i also cut a lot of things out of my yeah, life yeah you did i don't drink alcohol as often as i used to mm -hmm. it was a few times a week now it's like a few times a month right um the food that i eat well i can't Okay, so lately I have not been eating. As <laughs> That's, okay. As I That's okay. That's <laughs> okay. But I can, I, and this actually is better because I can speak to, you don't know how feeling good is until you felt good. Right. Right. And so we as a society, I believe, we kind of are just so used to feeling okay. And it's not until you do the clean out of all the toxins yeah. and all the things that you can really truly feel your best self. And then once you feel your best self, then you're like, I'm never going back to any other it. way. Right. And you might go back because that's what we do as healing. We go backwards sometimes and then we go forward. Mm -hmm. But we do. What this experience has given me is that I know what my body can feel like right and i know how good it can feel and so when i do get off track for longer than i would like i'm like hey like i'm still the same weight as i was when i was working with my coach and i was eating my four meals and i was working out but i can tell a difference not only in my body composition but in my energy right in my mood in so like, many i'm sure you're bloated. yes in my sleep yeah Right, all so, that's affected. Yeah, I see it in everything. And so I think that's what the the holistic yeah. view is like, let's look at everything. Right. And it's it's to say like we can't and just... Stress and stress yeah. and emotional... Um, Health. Distress. Right. Those, those things can cause a lot of dysfunction where you may be, you may go to the doctor and they're like, okay, here, here's a pill. Right. Because they were going to give me a pill for acid reflux. Um, and then I found out, you know, if you increase your protein, like actual protein, I don't, I don't know the science behind this. Someone might know. It sounds like might... a Chick Fil A commercial where you just eat more chicken. But if you increase your your physical protein, yeah. that extra. So some people stomachs produce extra acid mm -hmm. naturally. Yeah, they just do. Um, some it's because of the food that they right. eat. But if you're a natural high acid producer, and you're not having enough protein. There's nothing. So that think about that acid. That, now I. So made how did you up. how did you find out? I mean, I was I googled everything and I was learning everything about mm. everything because I was like, this is not okay, and I'm not staying like this for the rest of my life because right. this sucks. Um, but think about like an acid. If you have acid and you, you don't have anything in it, it, yeah. And so the chicken or the protein what you're eating will neutralize it. Mm. And I definitely knew I wasn't eating enough protein. Right. So. I'm not on any ant, uh, antacids Good. now, and I don't have any issues. I'm sure too, and you changed a lot of your diet, like a lot of your diet. Oh, yeah. So by eliminating a lot of those, you know, kind of more inflammatory foods, yes. that helped you as well. Oh, a thousand percent. And it's crazy because when you think about it, you know, you go to a doctor and they really want to just kind of like throw a pill at whatever yeah. whatever you got. So, oh, you have, you, have, you know, uh, indigestion or IBS or whatever it is. They're like, yes, take this and pill. IBS. Instead of saying like, hey, what are you eating? Because I had IBS Like, too. what are you putting inside of your yes. body 
at home and maybe let's work on maybe some diet changes and things of that nature instead of it being, oh, here, just take this medicine every day. It's like, hmm. Maybe there's another way. And then yeah, to, maybe to do it cut in, out some dairy. Right. Or to do it. Don't talk to me about it. No, I'm just, away, for me. Don't take away my cheese. Our our <laughs> our intestinal issues are very different. Yes. You can handle cheese because you know how to how to handle it. I do. I have you know a balance. put in place for I it. I have a balance uh, routine that if I eat the cheese, I got to eat the greens. It's just what it is. And oh, it, hey. it works. It works. Who's on there? Sorry. Um, so we have Carlos Boyd on mine, and Monica Nicole was on here, too. I don't know if she's still on. Okay. And then Ashley, my sister-in-law. Hey. Hey. All right. So getting a little bit back on um, the topic. Yes. It says, <laughs> we want to talk about the mind-body connection. So mind-body connection refers to the idea that our thoughts... Our emotions, our beliefs, they have a direct impact on your physical health. It recognizes that the mind and the body are interconnected and that one can influence the other. Now, this is very much in alignment with what we talk about all the effing time. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that class I took, psychoneuroimmunology. Yeah, so you can influence your, your, your body with your mind. Yes. Positively or negatively. Absolutely. So I see this often with people who are posting about, you know, oh, I'm always sick. I can't get off the roller coaster. I'm always at the doctor's office, whatever the the case may be. And I'm thinking, man, if you just could probably figure a way to undo that connection you have to illness, um, like using like a positive switch as a placebo, it's worth a try. Yeah. I mean... Speaking positively to plants is effective. And we are just really complicated plants. So imagine if you spoke positively to yourself like you would to a, a, a plant or something, anything. Just to yourself. Yeah. And have that connection. And it's proven. It's it's science. It's yeah, data I mean, There's a whole college course. Yeah. There is, I mean, psychoneuroimmunology is the study of the mind, body, and spirit. And... That, I believe. Yeah. Well, maybe before. I can't remember if I took the class before or after, but I had a personal trainer years ago, George, um, who suggested The Secret. Yeah. And that's kind of what catapulted my discovery of... Law of Attraction. Yeah, because before that, it was... You know, why is this always happening to mm-hmm. me? Why is, you know, anytime the like is me. today yeah. with all of these technical difficulties, <laughs> if this would have happened 10, 15 years ago, we would have freaking quit. Mm-hmm. We would have just been like, I'm done. We can't do it. We don't know how to do it. Yeah, now we we're like, no. Okay. So maybe we need to take a break. Maybe this is a sign <laughs> that we just need to take a step back. We did. It was lots of the heavy breathing. It was yes, like, we did our deep breathing. <sighs> we'll just restart the whole computer. That's what works. Restart the whole computer. That did not work, by the way. But Right. But we tried it. But and nobody got upset. But that restarted my computer. That yes. restarted my brain and the pro- the that right. began the new process of thinking of okay, well, if I can make anything. And what really happened is I found that quarter. So in the book The Secret it says um you know, come up with a really easy thing that you can manifest. Right. And I was like, okay, fine. I want to find a heads up quarter. And on my way home from work, walking to the parking garage, there it was. And I was like, Okay, well, if I can do that, I can I'm do in, anything. I'm in. I can do anything. Yeah. yeah, and then it just like you know, it's slowly. This has been a very long. Yes, that's what I want everyone to understand because you know yes. there are a lot of people who I yes, know Debbie. who are just like, oh, you know, I don't want to do. I don't, you know. And guess what? If you want to be miserable, go ahead and be miserable. I agree. You have to want to make it because it's it is a daily decision and yes it is every day it's a moment yes. it's a decision in the moment yep because there are times where i'm not okay yeah. i have we are not perfect no um and it, it literally you have to stop yourself and you have to re- redirect redirect yes for sure because what i feed to my body with my mind mm-hmm. my body absor- is just as important it, it as is. medicine as it food gets absorbed. as water So it says how the mind affects the body is negative thoughts and emotions such as stress or anxiety can trigger physical symptoms in your body. So you all know that meme that there's out there. It says, what are you doing right now? Unclench your jaw, lower lower your shoulders, take a deep breath because we're all sitting here with this stress and 
anxiety pent up on us all the time. Yeah. And it's not until you you check it or you see a meme that says, hey, check it, like lower. Yeah, yeah I, I, I honestly open, believe relax. that my autoimmune disease and my thyroid disease were triggered by high, uh, being in a very high stress environment for a very long period of time. I agree. I think that there was a, um, a great deal of trauma that, that brought that out for you. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, even, I, even I had my both early of, years, both of my episodes with my um, massive inflammation and surgical procedures were precursored by um, a high stress, a, a high stress job that I was just in. And it took for me to have those medical emergencies to be like, I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And then like, like, what was it like a month after everything was fine? And you were yeah. like, oh, I would feel so much healthier. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. that. It was real. Yeah. And I still live in it. People ask me all the time, like, why don't you work in the car business anymore? And I'm like, dude, it was literally killing me. Like, my body was like, absolutely not, ma'am. And no, yeah. you can have success and you can have a nice, comfy income. But my physical body was like, absolutely not. It was 100% related to the amount of stress that I was dealing with. So, um, we know that. Physical health issues, chronic pain, um, inflammatory issues, illnesses, those things can also have a, a, a counter effect on your mental health. Mm -hmm. Because, right? So yeah. if you are constantly in pain, yes, then you don't have, like, you don't have a lot of room for a lot of positive thoughts because everything hurts. And you're in a bad mood. Like yeah. you're sleepy with everyone. Right. So I think about, you know, how do you get out of that cycle? So you have to find ways and and revamp your thought process and it's got to be very intentional because even if you are in pain you you got to be having some sort of remedy some sort of function some sort of uh ritual i don't know you go swimming get in water to alleviate your back pain or you have knees that are you know given out on you and you probably need some new knees but it hurts your cartilage is rubbing together go to the pool you know get something where it's weightless so yeah. and then in those moments I would make make sure that I'm focusing on using positive affirmations and using those creating those new neural pathways that way I'm I'm that's becoming a habit for me. Even though it's only happening when I'm trying to get relief, it it can be a habit for me when I don't have relief. That way you continue to kind of manifest that that relief for yourself outside yeah, of Yeah, and the feeling Yes. Of how you feel when right. you're relieved. Yeah. Remembering that too. Right, yeah. right. Being being back in that space. It's a, a yeah, it's a game changer. Um, and then obviously, you know, if you have a chronic illness or, you know, cancer or lupus or, you know, uh, Crohn's disease, it's it's not a very promising outlook on your on your illness. So they just kind of play back into one another. What do you mean? Like, if you have a chronic illness. Oh, all of the. Yeah. yeah so the it speaking. gives you just like, I feel like shit all the time. I, this sucks. Like, it's hard to get out of that. I that don't know mindset. if you've had a mammogram recently. I have had a mammogram. Also, go get a mammogram, ladies. Yes. And men. Yes. I know that you don't <laughs> think that you need one, but my, my grandfather had breast cancer and he had a mastectomy. So all you dudes out here. Don't think that you don't have to get your titties smashed either, because you do. <laughs> what I was going to say is, in the facility, there is a lot of art mm -hmm. with positive affirmations or positive uh, you know, statements yeah. or something, and picture imagery. And when I took that class, they did focus a lot on breast cancer um, patients patients mm -hmm. and using picture imagery you know when you go into the hospital it's so dark dreary right. and drab and you're it's just cold. like you know and that's not really the the outlook that you want no you want to it's not the healing environment yes exactly mm -hmm. and you know like i was i read an article and i shared it with a friend of ours who has cancer and it basically said the doctors were whenever the the patients were going through chemo they were to imagine uh, pac-man going eating through the cancer. And eating the cancer yeah and there were studies that in those people who did do that there were positive outcomes outcomes yeah because 
not only did they believe it was happening, they they felt like they they their mind visualized right it happening. Yeah, and it did. Yeah, because of that, it's the same thing as like people say they believe in you know the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's an intention to heal and do good and offer goodness to someone else and ask for a higher power, which is also coursing through your veins. If God is everywhere, God is everything, then it's also in you. So you're utilizing that power to help heal another person. And by using your visualizations and really feeling what it feels like, Mm -hmm. that manifests without a doubt. It's effective. Um, I had a friend the other day, she was posting, she's been posting for a few months that she wants a, um, a bigger house this year. That's her 2023 goal. And so she'll get in the bathroom and you could tell they only have one bathroom. We need to take a break? Just pause for a second. We need to pause for a second. On the show. We're so back. we have to take breaks. So she was posting about, um, you know, I could tell she's frustrated in the morning. Like everybody's in the bathroom and she wants a house that has two bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So she keeps saying like, I will own a house with two bathrooms. <laughs> so I chimed in. I was growing I up I chimed too. in on the comments <laughs> and I was like, listen, the next time you're in your bathroom, close your eyes and think about the other bathroom that you want. What does it smell like? What is the tile or the whatever flooring underneath your feet? What does that look like? What does the light fixtures look like? What do the, you know, where's the mirror? Where's the toilet? Where's the tub? What does the shower curtain look like? In that moment, stand there. And then every time you're in your bathroom, do that same thing. Close your eyes and picture yourself in the other bathroom, knowing that the other two people in your house are using that bathroom and you have your own bathroom to yourself. You know, like what does what right. does the trash can look like in there? Oh, like yeah. all of it, what does it smell like? You got special, you know, poopery or whatever in there. <laughs> like, but I really wanted her to really put herself there and totally visualize the entire scene. So that's that's gotta be the way that it happens. So that's you know, some simple manifestation stuff because we talk about that all the time. <laughs> so what you got, Katie? Okay, so we have a question What's from question? Ashley Terrio. So if you are stuck in the high stress environment for the moment, what are some? what is some good advice? Just keep manifesting positivity. So what I want to ask, is this like a work stress environment or is this like a kid stress environment? Because if I think that I understand that you're asking for the kids. Um, I would say what I've learned for myself, because I can get very overwhelmed very easily, is really be, just be aware in the moment at the time, say what is happening, what is causing me to be triggered. Typically for me, it's loud noises and multiple things needing my attention at one time right and that includes children that includes dogs i have three dogs i have two children and yeah. when we get home everybody it needs is mass something. chaos yes right. they all need something and i'm the only one who can get it. right and so i've learned let me take a deep breath right when we get home the dogs do not come out okay right y'all gotta wait Pause. right when we I can get only home, do one at a what time what does anyone need what do you guys need in order to be able to go to your space and decompress because that's what they need to right they've been doing their whole day the oldest one has been school all day. She just wants some alone time. She gets a snack, goes into her room, chills out for a little while. And then the youngest one, she's usually hungry too. So right. I'm like, okay, what's your snack? What's your show? She now, now knows how to do it by herself. Um, so I just have to provide the snack. Then once they're settled, okay, dogs, come on. Okay, Katie, now I can think about what's for dinner. Right. It's, it's getting those outside inputs settled and then you can get what you need to do and And deep breathing is the first step yeah definitely focus on your breath because if you get really stressed out and you start breathing then it then it goes increases your anxiety and then you're like in a panic mode but definitely having children and animals is different different layers and look at the end of the day we asked for all this yeah so we have to determine how to manage all of this so when you have children you know that they're they're going to be pretty aggravating a lot of times (laughs) I mean, they're kids, you know, so you, you got to figure out how to manage them, how to, um, you know, embrace and try to cultivate the positive habits and the the positive reinforcement. Like, I love when you do this. I love when you ask me this way, because, you know, you got that whiny kid that's like, meow, meow, meow. I, you know, and by saying, <laughs> yes. right, you say like, I don't I don't like it when you do that. That's the, the opposite way yeah. of how they need to be responded to or asked of. So I think it's important to have, you know, like there's some gentle parenting 
um, communities on Facebook, I think that are important. They have really, really valuable intel and information there. And a lot of um, like skills and they'll help you, walk you through like, okay, look, if your kid's biting or just being an annoying little t- t- kid, yeah. I almost just said a, a really <laughs> vulgar slang. But we're word. usually pretty raw on the, the podcast. We I don't are, know what the rules are on I don't Facebook. know what it is either, but I want to get that's kicked why, off. That's why I said freak <laughs> earlier. I was like, yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to do I've that. Been, I've been PG. <laughs> so, but I think, um, I think it's always uh, like being present with your kids, but also you got to be present with yourself first. Yes. So you have to be aware like, I, I have some personal needs too. Right? Yes. Right. And those are boundaries that have to be implemented. And everybody gets a little spicy when you start putting boundaries up and you have never put boundaries up. Yeah. But it's still... Especially a, your kids. Especially your kids. But it's definitely something that's like mandatory. <laughs> he's... She said it's okay. He's that word. <laughs> I don't know. Are we talking about your child or your... Um, my brother? <laughs> Uh, oh hey Jake Jake is here I hey, think Jake I don't know if he's on yours or mine I don't know where okay. he is we can't tell but we I saw you tell. in the comment hey yeah we don't know where anybody is we just see your comments but it doesn't show us who is actually on and off so we're appreciative so, for everybody so, who's come on so far I'm sorry to to speak about that so that's where the boundaries come in it's hard yet important to put boundaries for our children but also it's even more important to put boundaries for those other people in our life family spouse uh friends sisters brothers everybody and you're really not gonna know what boundaries you need to put up until you start digging in and say how is this showing up yeah and then how can i fix it i think it's important or how can i what do i need Right. I think where you start this, the boundary setting is with yourself. You set, these are things that yes. I refuse yeah. to tolerate anymore. And that's anymore. why I'm saying I'm you got to be allowing. aware of what is right. triggering you, what yeah. causes these things. To yeah. If, and if you got to write a list, get a yeah. pen and a paper and be like, these are my boundaries. These are things, draw a little fence, do whatever you want to do, but nothing's coming over this fence that presents itself this way. If you're frustrated or you're angry, I'm not going to have a conversation with you. We're going to wait till you chill out and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. So like it's simple things like that. It sounds simple, but if you need help with boundaries, we have a whole uh, like episode and a half yeah. on boundaries because Finding it's that important. Finding the trigger is, I believe, first your personal awareness. Yeah. Finding the triggers, noting them, keeping, it's not going to just be one day and you're done. No. It's going to be continuous Every day. things. And you're going to be like, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Oh. And then you can say, okay, you got to go with here. Yes. All right. So I'm going to bring it on back to holistic healing. Because <laughs> we do this yeah. every episode. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there are different types of holistic healing practices. Um, natu- naturopathy is one form. It focuses on natural remedies and non-invasive treatment treatments like um, herbal medicine. I mean, I would think acupuncture is a little bit invasive. It's not like super invasive. I guess they're little tiny needles, so they're not like, yeah, that's you know. Not, and I've then, had it done. It's not invasive. And then that nutritional counseling like we talked about. So that's saying like, you know, hey, let's look at this from all the different angles. Um, herbalism. So that involves the use of plants and plant extracts for their medicinal properties. This can include teas, tinctures, um, supplements, as well as topical treatments like creams and ointments. I remember when my mom had the um, carpal tunnel mm-hmm. and she would, she did, she had some kind of ointment that she put on her wrists for a while. Then she did the acupuncture. Like she was really, really trying to not have to go have a surgical yeah. procedure. So she exhausted every other measure before. It was like, no, you just got to get some new wrists. You need some new wrists, girl. So <laughs> the next one is acupuncture. It's a traditional Chinese medicine practice that involves inserting thin needles into specific points in the body to promote balance and healing. And if you go on any Pinterest, you can Google right now the, the chakras or acupuncture meridians. And you'll see that, you know, for thousands and thousands of years, Chinese acupuncturists have been using this strategy, this healing modality, um, and following the meridians on your body. And so I like to think that that gives a lot of credence to energy healing like Reiki because um, you kind of follow the same, the same meridians, the same paths. And you start with your chakras and, you know, you clear and balance energy there. So I think that's... 
a, a better explanation of like what holistic therapies are with uh, aromatherapy. We talked about that. And before you move on from acupuncture, I'm, okay. I personally have, I don't know if it was acupuncture or dry needling. Is that you the same thing? dry needling. Is it the same thing? I don't know. Yeah, probably. I'm sure it's in the same family. Okay, go carry on. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> She's going to Google. <laughs> and so the last um, way that we use holistic healing, the last mode is is meditation. Mm. It's because we think about what we're talking about. Like you're, you're putting, you know, uh, like herbal remedies, you're putting those into your body. I like that. Shiatsu massage is a more non-invasive option than acupuncture. Yes. And Reiki Maybe and energy that's healing. that's why I was like, don't oh, touch acupuncture is not that invasive, but right. it's because it was dry needling. Yeah. So, um, but we think about, so you're talking about putting things in your body, like herbal remedies. We're talking about um, putting things up your nose, which is aromatherapy. You're talking about acupuncture, putting things onto your onto your actual physical body. And then meditation is going around and silencing your mind psyche yes well so i was i was watching listening to a podcast about meditation yeah and i think that our society really has deterred a lot of people from trying it because it is seen as the silence of the mind and so many people try to and they're like oh i can't do this right and it's not it's not just that it is literally taking the time what to listen to whatever pops up yeah why is this popping up? Okay, I see you. You're here. All right. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, try. Yeah, I think, I think I love that too. Sound healing. You're right. I agree. And then look, I'm a big advocate for sound healing because I do my whole love song, sing the love song to yourself. <laughs> well, are they talking about like music or are they talking about like the No, I think bowls? she's talking about like singing bowls. Uh, okay. Debbie, let me know if you're talking about singing bowls or you're talking about like actual music, like, you know, music where it's like, let's say uh, certain frequencies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, well, but I, I think isn't that I, I, I think bowls? I think all of it is even regular music. I yeah. think is another one in there because you're shifting your frequency because music is a vibration. We are a vibration, so when we are in alignment with whatever that vibr, it, yeah, it's it's all there. Yeah, it's all there. But I think people have a really really high expectation for what meditation is, and that's not really fair because yeah. you know we look at and there there are these people they have monks and whatnot who can literally like almost stop their own heartbeat and you know or like live silent for 60 days live in silence singing bowls and regular yeah okay thank you debbie i appreciate that so um but meditation is a powerful tool even if you're just attempting it because you're right i deserve for my body and my clarity and my health to sit for five minutes, everybody got five minutes. Yeah, even if you're in everybody the car. got five minutes. You don't, and you don't even have to close your no. eyes or to, you for it get, to be considered just meditation. Just get in a zone and and just be you know kind of quiet with yourself. And I think yeah, it's not nobody's going to come out the gate being like a master meditator. Yeah, you know these huh? these people in other countries. This is what that's what they committed their life to do forever. So of course they're going to be like a, a master level expert meditator. We're not. Right. We have all of these different distractions. We have so much stuff going on that you know you even have to make sure you take five minutes out of your day to meditate I like to do mine in the evening my big meditation is in the evening before I go to bed I want to have a clear mind before I go to sleep I want to have a guided meditation that I don't have to put a lot of effort in right I want it to just roll and then hopefully I'll fall asleep somewhere along there that's how I go out almost mm-hmm. all the time and then sometimes I'll share them with y'all on Facebook and be like, hey, good night, y'all. This is what, I, this is what I'm listening to before mm-hmm. bed. And in the morning, I'll do my little gratitude ritual with my little meditation, thank my body, and um, just kind of get prepared for the day. So that's, that's definitely something that I use all the damn time. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're, we're meditators. We believe in it. It's medicine. Meditation. But medicine. we're not always in a yoga pose. No. Doing it with our eyes closed for 30 minutes. No, man. Trust, sometimes it's sitting at my desk and I'm just like... <laughs> Let me get my mm-hmm. my breath right. Let me make sure my belly is moving when I'm breathing, that I'm not just breathing out of my shoulders or out of my chest. Like, that's all these things where you're getting in touch with and grounding yourself. It's all tied into that. So even if it's got to be at your desk, it's okay. Um, so holistic healing has gained popularity in recent years because people are seeking alternative ways to treat their health issues. Doctors and hospitals and stuff like that is expensive. So, and not everybody has health insurance. But d- did you know that 
I didn't know this either until I went to the doctor. Because when they were trying, when I went to the gastroenterologist, I know I'm not saying that. Gastroenterologist. Gastro, that. Yeah, those guys. Um, when I went there, they were like, oh, let's here give you some antiacids and, you know, do this and do this. And I was like, listen, I'm already on one pain, one, not pain, one medication for life right. is what they're telling me. Right. I said, I don't want any other ones. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really trying to do this holistically as holistically as possible right and so he was like i got somebody for you (laughs) and he went and found someone let me get my holistic dealer who you know and and this is why i think that we have to want it because there are so many people who go to the doctor and just say give me me the pill just give me a shot and they're like what you want me to go to a, a a nutritionist right what no way i'm not doing that and so when I showed that I was interested in that, he brought me there, you know, I don't know how to call it. I don't know what his title was called, but it was, he was, you know, the little hippie, crunchy, like, okay, yeah. so this is what I do. He's like, um, I have this YouTube video that I watch and I do every morning, and it's like this stretch that can help um, relieve trapped gas. Oh. Because sometimes the pain is not what you've eaten, it's trapped gas. Because maybe your intestines are you not know, whatever. Yeah, releasing it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we talked about food and we talked about, you know, how activity, physical activity can also help your digestion and yeah. really being move it around. Moving and not just moving, but like actively like yeah. trying to on purpose know, moving yes. on purpose like taking a walk like i told i think i told my trainer i can't remember who said it but i was like yeah i walk um an hour i mean a, a mile and a half every day he's like okay congratulations you're gonna stay alive and i was like what and he's like yeah that's all that that gets you the stage <laughs> that keeps you alive and i was like damn okay so i'm alive i'm alive <laughs> There's you know what that. I'm and so, but I think as long as you're alive, that gives you opportunity to yes. continue to make positive yes. change. Yeah. So while he was trying to be a, a smart butt, yeah, I still get that. Damn it. It's making, All right, listen, I'm going to pause. We got things making noise I have to pause here. the podcast anyways. We're going to pause. So press record back on the podcast. Hey, you podcast. a little bit. Um, so we just kind of, let's just do a little run through. Of and what were we ta- what we talked about ayahuasca we ayahuasca, talked about bufo we talked about bufo. peyote if you missed that part please we will have a video on facebook yes because our facebook lives will save so you can actually watch the video of this entire that's episode right of the little section that you missed we'll link it <laughs> we'll link it in the yeah, in so the podcast so that you guys can go and get it and i mean it might be fun for you to watch us too yeah get a little different taste of how we do the podcast this week okay yeah we're back it will be an option for all the other ones moving forward too <laughs> yes it will this is, this is once, our day once we figure it out jake jake did say that and carlos said that it's um pre-retrograde so of course well that's that's where yeah. we are joy the retrograde <laughs> is, is coming so um let's get back into uh homeopathic healing so homeopathic healing is also focused on treating the whole human um, more than just like a symptom. So it's used, it uses highly diluted remedies that are based on individual symptoms, emotions, and overall health. It aims to stimulate the body's innate ability to heal itself rather than simply suppressing symptoms with drugs. So it's trying to trigger your self-healing by giving it what is wrong with you. Like if you're, I'm telling, it's it's like allergy shots. Mm -hmm. So to where like if you are allergic to pollen or whatever, um, you go get allergy shots because it gives you like a little bit of the allergen so that your body can go into its histamine response and then it can get used to doing that so that it knows it's like, okay, I can do this. I can fix this every time I walk outside and there's pollen because my body has been Mm. being trained to do it. Um, so if you do, if you are a recipient of homeopathic medicine, raise your hand, drop us a comment, um, talk to us about it because I'd love to get some more opinions on it. So it says that, um, homeopathy places a strong emphasis on treating the individual rather than the disease. This means that all of this is taken into account. The whole, the whole person is taken into account, not just, um, like a specific symptom or a specific disease. 
So when you're choosing a homeopathic practitioner, it's important to look for someone who has completed a recognized homeopathy training program and is licensed and or certified by a professional organization. So you want someone who has a lot of experience treating specific conditions that you're seeking help for because you're gonna put stuff in your body that you very well may be allergic to. I kind of wish that we would have, or that I would have, that we would have figured out what we were gonna talk about beforehand so we could have a guest. And maybe we can have a guest because I have a very close friend of mine who her so but I won't say her name just in case she doesn't okay. want to come on. But her son was essentially diagnosed at a very young age with uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, wow. And he was, you know, given a not great outlook right. on life. And she was just like, no. Not now, great. she has also been raised out in the country and her mom has all the remedies right we'll put together like she even told i didn't drink the damn thing but she gave this little thing for me for after i had the baby she's like look drink this it's gonna help you yeah and um so she kind of came from that background so she was like "Mm, bump you we're gonna figure this out and she went to a i don't know if it's a homeopathic name doctor Mm -hmm. but it was an alternative type doctor and they revamped a lot of things they he took different types of supplements he changed they changed his eating right and he is not no longer a a rheumatoid arthritis arthritis. um he does not have that diagnosis yeah if she wants to come on we want to do another exploratory episode about yeah uh, to just go into depth of of the experience and how awesome because who would have thought like right a, a Typical, if you if she wouldn't have been raised by her mom, who right. was like that, like if it would have been me, I would have put my child on the medication, the medication and, right. and put and, and done that. And who knows where you would be he or she or they would right. be if we didn't have that knowledge it. to explore. Yeah. And I mean, essentially, they either diagnose misdiagnosed him or he's cured right through that. And I think that that would be really awesome to have. I think I think it's all effective. I think that just like we're talking about like mind, body, soul, I think you need all those compartments. I think you need homeopathy. I think you need holistic. I think you need Western medicine. Yes. I think you need Chinese medicine. However you gotta get it, I think it's gotta be a combination of all three. You know, it can't just be oh, I'm gonna meditate my cancer away. Like obviously that's not gonna happen. Right. So right. we need to have that for our physical body like you know whatever your, ch- your choice is for treatment or lupus or any anything i mean ibs mm-hmm. i mm, i know a lot about that so you know it's not about me taking a pill for it every day it's like okay i'm gonna address my diet and try to stop it from having an occurrence right so so western medicine is very compartmentalized right so you go to your endocrinologist yeah. you go to the gastro Whatever the one gastroenterologist, (laughs) gastroenterologist, and then you go to your podiatrist, and then you go, and I feel like maybe getting and and for me, I've been my own advocate, but having someone who can help manage all of those aspects, Right. right? So. Right now, I have to have thyroid medicine because yeah. my body won't make it. Is there a homeopathic way? Probably. Yeah. I am not in a position to be able to afford that type of doctor because they are way more expensive. Because it's not, it's not covered under traditional health right. insurance. Which that's a whole other conversation. It is a whole other conversation. Right. Why not? Um, and so, you know, like you said, being able to incorporate all of them right. into your overall having a balance of all as three. a person care is very important because the doctors can't. You know, they specialize in that so that they really understand that. Right. But I went to my primary care doctor when I originally was like, "Look, this isn't working. Something's, I, wrong. something's wrong." Yeah. Gotta, and I had a list, and she was like, "Well, we can only go over one or two of your symptoms," and I said, "What?" What do you mean you can only go over two of my symptoms? What if they all are interacting right. with each other? What if they're all, they all point to something? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like, if you only get two of my symptoms, you may miss this a bigger picture. A huge thing. Yeah. That could, yeah. You know, oh, I'm cold. Oh, well, you, that's your Put thyroid. a sweater on. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like yeah. fatigue. There, the, All of these things that could. I could have a whole different disease and we don't know because yeah. you couldn't let me talk. Because I can only talk to I you about two, two symptoms. symptoms. 
Yes. That's bizarre. And then if I, you put it in WebMD, you're definitely going to yeah, die. Yes, so you're, like you're yeah. dying. <laughs> then WebMD's like, give me all the symptoms. I was like, I, I want you them. to have a overview of the, what the I'm dealing picture. with yeah. so that we can see, is this related to this? Is this because of this? And oh, maybe it's because of that. Again, because you're treating the whole human. Now, at yes. the same token, we, I think we all grip, gripe about this pretty regularly, but like we have a different insurance for your eyes. You have a different insurance for your teeth. You have a different insurance for your body. If you needed to go to, uh, you know, therapy, you got to go to one doctor. That doctor's not talking to your PCP. Yes. Your PCP's not talking to your, uh, you know, uh, oncology doctor where you go get your boobs smashed. Like, they're not all in, Even in a symphony. Even the people who are supposed to be talking aren't talking. Yes. Like, Remember I, when I was in the hospital? That yes. was insane. <laughs> she got mad at me because I was well Katie needed to be my advocate so and it, it, it ended up working out but um, not everybody's in this you know kind of symphony working together on the whole human yeah and that is what I think you know the importance of exploring these other ideas and these other methods of healing is very important because if you had not been exposed to this kind of information who's to say that you wouldn't have just been like yeah give me the fucking give me the freaking pill give me the yeah. I said freaking <laughs> give me the freaking pill and then you wouldn't have looked for you know maybe I need more support in different areas maybe I need to look at my own diet and what I'm contributing here and my so, mental diet too because yes. that had that changed as well right so I think you know being exposed to information like this about holistic healing about homeopathic healing can help you even in your western medicine yeah. life so when you are able to go and say, hey, look, I don't have a lot of balance in my life. My work-life balance is out of control. My home work balance is out of control. Like, I, I, I got stuff going on. Relay that to your doctor, doctor, so then maybe they can understand, oh, this is probably a trigger for these other symptoms that you're having. But would the Western doctors say, oh, well, maybe let's meditate. Maybe let's no. get some time off of work. No, no, I think it's still... Do you need Xanax? Yes, they will give you Xanax. Uh -huh. They'll give you Xanax. But I think that's where it comes back to your own kind of personal responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And to not not say like, oh, I had no idea that that existed. No, no, right now, if you're watching this or you're listening to this, you know that it exists. We well, about and it also, even if you, you are the only one who cares about your overall, full overall well-being. Yes. The, the doctors will care, but you, have, you are the person. Right? Yeah, and you gotta so save you. There's plenty of times where, oh, they wanted the doctors ordered, what was it, a, a, a CT with contrast or something. And I was like, um, from what I understand about thyroid issues, for me to take in the iodine contrast can significantly impact or even kill my thyroid. So should we have the CT scan with contrast? And they immediately responded, oh no, we're gonna go and change that to no contrast. I was the one who had to right. find out that there was an x-ray thing that covers your thyroid in your neck when you go to the dentist and you get your, your pictures taken, your yeah. x-rays. Um, and so that's when Amari, I'm sorry, when my daughter got, uh, got her teeth, her teeth Clean. pictures, yeah. the x-rays. I lifted that thing up and made sure it was around her neck. There's no one else going around and making right. sure that this happens. You have to advocate for yourself. And you have to learn about the things for us. If you ever have an x-ray, make sure you get the thyroid cover. Yeah. I mean. But I think the only question they ask you is if, if you could possibly be pregnant. Yeah. That's, that's really what they're worried about when you they go. They just don't want to hurt a, an unborn, unborn baby. Because. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. It is a whole nother episode. <laughs> Um, but it's like things like that yes that are not well known right or at least i didn't know it so i'm sure other people didn't know it yeah that it when you learn of ways that you can protect yourself and before when i was younger i just okay doctor says do this okay i'm right. doing it yeah no if, if the doctor said like i gotta do that yeah but now you know like wait hold no, on i was like wait a minute contrast i looked it up and i was like iodine i know iodine like they tried to make me do iodine right after i had the baby and i was still breastfeeding and i couldn't be around humans for three days oh no because of what they were gonna put in my body i was like eh, um i'm not ready to be i'm not ready to do that so right let's pause that no i think you have to have you know uh, healthy understanding of more than just Western medicine. You have to be yeah. able to, uh, and be open to other other ways to heal yourself. 
So by having these types of conversations with you and you and you and you, um, that's how we cultivate that knowledge by giving you this information. Yeah. So they go look at maybe all, maybe try, you have some thyroid issues lift and you all didn't these realize. Stones. So now you're like, hey, give me that X-ray cover every time. Yeah, that's that's reasonable request, I think. Yeah, no, but, I do. But the fact that, that they, they didn't, don't offer that shit is well, what that, makes me and, mad, and that they didn't even realize that that's something that could possibly be you know con- right. contraindicated for you. You're like, right, you're, because you're, I think it was, it was a, my hernia doctor. Right, my so because they're not in, because they they're not speaking to, to your other, endocrinologist, yeah. so they're not talking about it. And then you, the only person that's going to bring that up is you. So you have to advocate right. for yourself. And but say, if I didn't know that, hey, I have a thyroid problem. Is that going to be? Is that going to have any sort of impact? Or you know, it, does this hernia surgery have any impact on my thyroid issues? Yeah, because you guys got to talk. Yeah. And they're supposed to have like computer software that does that, but I don't know. You have to go check it. Like you have to actually go make sure and look it through the charts. I think there's just too much pressure on them a lot of times to be able to get to those parts of yeah. life. All right. It was so, at that point where I was like, nope, I got to do it all. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, or I got to take, I gotta take as this as educated on it as I can. Be, yeah, you, you got to try to be the you know the next smartest person in the room when you're dealing with your your body and your health. Like it's yeah, super important. Nobody's going to care about it as much as no, you are. Not at all. No one's going to take care of you as well as you will take care of yourself. One hundred percent. Maybe your best friend when you get in surgery yeah. on your booty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Beyond that. Yeah. yeah. So we're done for today. Yeah. Right. We're I at think we're full in a minute. I think both of us would like to go outside and have a little yell. It's been a it's been quite a challenging afternoon for us, but it's okay. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming. Thanks for commenting. Thanks for being involved. Yes. Um, we appreciate you guys. The full episode of the podcast, minus that little bitty tidbit, <laughs> uh, will be uploaded this evening before we leave here tonight. So um, go listen to it, and uh, if you listen to it, go watch it. You just have yes. to do both. And give us comments and talk to us. And um, yeah, we appreciate y'all showing up today. I do need to say, oh yeah, thank you to Brightway, the Schmidt Family Agency over here in Harrahan. Um, now that we're going on video, we need to get like a little sign for. Them. We need a sign. Yeah, we just put it right here. I have cups and stuff. I have all kind of things. But um, thank you to them for that. And uh, we say it all the time. If you guys have any swag, any business wants to promote on here, yeah, we on. do. Okay. Oh, you need yours. Put it in front of your camera. Okay, this is mine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's us. Right. Get, Hold on. Ha <laughs> Yeah. So thank you to them. They offer us this space. They have this equipment we utilize. And um, they don't care that we come in here and talk to you guys about weird hippie stuff because that's what we do. So thank you for staying on. We love you guys. Till next Thursday. Bye. Bye.